Here's a story from The World. Afghans fleeing Taliban rule are starting to arrive in the U.S. Many are beginning a new chapter of life in apartments, often arranged by refugee resettlement agencies. In places like Sacramento, California, one of the larger Afghan-American communities in the U.S. That's where the world's Monica Campbell takes us now to meet one newly arrived family. For security reasons, they asked not to use their names. Let me put my shoes here. The family's new apartment is on the second floor of a maze-like lower-income complex. It's barely furnished, but bit by bit, it's becoming home. The father shows me donated mattresses. These mattresses, I have not got in the bed yet. No worries, for now we are managing. And then here you have... It's a pressure cooker, yeah, right? Yeah, pressure cooker, yeah. <laughs> we call it Degabukhar. A friend gave it to them secondhand, and you can tell it's been used a lot, well-loved. And it's tinier than the one the family had back in Afghanistan. It's smaller, you know. In our culture, in our tradition, families are not three or six members. My family is 17 members. 17? Yeah. In Afghanistan, they all lived next to each other and ate together. Here in California, the family has shrunk down to... Mom, dad, their two-year-old girl, and their son. He's five. They fled just hours before Kabul fell. They'd received special immigrant visas based on the work the father did for the Afghan military and the U.S. That made him a Taliban target. Already, the father says the Taliban have gone to their home in Kabul, perhaps looking for him. About 16 or uh, 15 Taliban. They had came to our gate and they were knocking. He says his mom told the armed group that there were no men inside and they went away. Threats like that are keeping the couple awake at night here in California. The mom, she's 27, is also torn up thinking about how life is changing for women back home. Her sisters and friends don't feel safe leaving the house alone. They can't go and walk to the bazaars like before, she says. And she can't reach out to her friends to see how they're doing because only a few people know she's left Afghanistan. She looks down and touches the rug we're sitting on. It's deep red and elegant. It reminds her of home. A friend bought them the rug and a TV, a family friend who left Afghanistan a few years back and now lives in Sacramento, too. The father says they're receiving advice from the community here, from Afghans who've resettled here over the years, and know how difficult these first few days can be. They tell him, Don't be sad. You will be good in future. You will have your own house, and all the things will be great. While the couple speaks, their two kids play. Their five-year-old son pedals a donated red tricycle down the hallway. He'll start school soon. Their two-year-old daughter is watching an Afghan music video on her dad's phone. That phone also has messages from her father's former co-workers, now scrambling to leave Afghanistan themselves, trying to enter the Kabul airport. 
He plays me the messages he's getting. Is your phone filled with these messages? Yeah. The father thinks the U.S. could have left Afghanistan in a better way. The U.S. government could prevent this situation which has happened right now. It could be managed better. He says he feels guilty being in the U.S. I am very lucky that I am here safe. But sometimes think that I made a big mistake. You made a mistake. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, when, when I am thinking if you have made your family in danger, mm. it would be better to be at their sides, whatever happened. He's talking about the family he left in Afghanistan. But then he remembers how his life felt increasingly under threat as the Taliban gained power. He started switching up his routine to work to avoid being followed. He stopped seeing friends as much, stopped exercising outdoors. The life that we were living there, that was not life. Not a safe life. Here in California, they feel freer. Later, after I left, the father texted me, telling me they'd gone for their regular evening walk to a nearby park to let the kids run around, something they no longer felt safe doing back home. For The World, I'm Monica Campbell in Sacramento, California.